you're fed up with the nine to five, you've been working hard for years, and you're just not seeing the results you want. You want to break free from the traditional career, but don't know how. Business Breaks is here to help. Welcome to this episode of Business Breaks, where we'll be diving into the world of marketing, customer feedback, and social proof with Sander, founder of Social Juice. Sander is on a mission to make marketing more real, more human, and more open, as he believes that customer feedback and social proof are the keys to achieving this goal. So in today's business world, gaining new customers and converting leads can be a challenge. Reviews and testimonials do help, but when anonymous or ghostly writers leave them, they sometimes lack credibility and can fail to convince potential customers of your products or services quality. However, Social Juice is here to change that. So Sander and his team are convinced that real people providing real content will actually add value. By harnessing your existing customer base, Social Juice makes it easier to create genuine and authentic video testimonials that can help your prospects make informed decisions about your products and services. So if you're looking for a more accessible and all-inclusive social proof tool, to give your brand an authentic and honest glow, then you won't want to miss this episode. Join us now as we discuss how Social Juice is helping businesses of all sizes build credibility and trust through genuine customer feedback. Sander, welcome to Business Breaks. Wow, what an introduction. This is incredible. I feel like you really get it. Um, and this is incredible to hear. I'm very excited to, to, to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Sander, it's a pleasure as a as a very, very satisfied customer of your tool. I'm excited to have you on the show. So thank you very much for agreeing to to be a guest. And uh, my pleasure. Yeah, thanks. So to kickstart this off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself as a person and how you came up with the idea for Social Juice? Sure. Yeah, that's actually a really cool story. Um, one of my best friends is, is a, has a company, catering company. So he makes soups and sandwiches for other companies. Um, and he catered an event once. And one of his customers uh, sent him an email saying, um, we're really, we're, we're really uh, happy with your service. We're certainly going to order with you again. Um, and he took like a screenshot of that, of his, of his Gmail client, and he put that on his Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And that converted a new user. A new, a new client. And I was, I was blown away by that. I thought, how can this low of a review that he could have probably e- easily uh, written himself, himself convert a new user? So then I started looking into the world of, of reviews and, and review mm-hmm. software. And yeah, there, there are a lot of tools that, that kind of help you with that, but there isn't one very, there isn't one very big one. And all of the small ones are growing very rapidly. So I mm-hmm. thought this is a space. That will be way more, um, way more interesting in the in the future than this today. This will grow organically very fast, uh, and I can make a real difference here because all of the current tools are, yeah, not that not that great. Yeah, so it was like where it can make a difference and what gets me excited as a as a builder. And it's an ingenious app, I have to say. I'll be honest, I didn't really think a lot of social juice couldn't understand the value. Then I was in a workshop, and then after that workshop, someone emailed me the link saying, can you leave this testimonial? So I thought, well, I really enjoyed it, so I'll do that. And I thought, 
my goodness, that was so easy. Just from your phone, you record it. You don't have to download any apps. And it was just like literally the time it took was the time to record the actual video. Super simple. I'll be honest, I wasn't looking the best. I was a bit tired, but I actually ended up completing it. And it was, yeah, just so quick. And uh, in terms of social juice itself, how does it differ apart from what I just described from other testimonial tools on the market? Well, first of all, the, the part you just described is is incredibly important because asking for a re review is already a big ask, certainly if you're not giving some, something in return, which should be the case in, in ideally, right? Um, and then you get an you add an extra step by asking for a video review. That's such a big ask that the mm. friction should be as low as, as possible as it possibly can. So there should be zero distractions. The the um, yeah, you should be aligned on the expectations, and it's yeah, it should just be very easy. And that's what it does, right? If you send the link to let to leave a review, it just says this is who we are, this is what we expect from you. You can talk about this, this, and this. And then you get two buttons. I want to leave a video review or a text review. Then you just record the video and send it off, and that's it. You don't have to open your camera. You don't have to open any apps. You don't have to send send it by email and be, and it's yeah it's by choice because it's by design i mean because th those are all points where you could drop off if you would ask it without a, a software tool like this so it's mm. yeah it's it's made to be to be zero distraction zero zero friction um and that's a, a essentially one of the key differentiators uh first of all the fact that we have video testimonials not, not just normal reviews uh, this is already uh, most softwares don't have this and then the second part is that the, the software looks very good and uh, it's it's made to be optimized for the user experience so you and i mean i know it's a buzzword and everyone uses it all the time but for this case it's it's essential to the success of of, of yeah leaving a successful um testimonial thanks sonda yeah. and yeah it's completely frictionless and that's why i i once i used it i thought i have to get this and <laughs> so uh, in this age of like you mentioned this uh, this authenticity the human side of marketing having real customers leave mm -hmm. real testimonials and then we have this age of like generative ai where people mm. could generate thousands and thousands of fake testimonials and yeah. that may create some cynicism in the market so how does social juice help businesses overcome these sort of challenges where people see reviews and they may be skeptical about them? Yeah, when you actually think about, about reviews, everyone subconsciously already knows that they are very important. Most people don't buy something anymore without reading reviews first. And businesses also know this. So that's why every website has a section that says, this is what our clients say. And underneath it, in the past, they had some text that they probably written themselves, maybe not, but I, as a consumer, I don't know. So I don't trust it. And now certainly with generative AI, you could just make thousands of them in just a couple of seconds and put them there. So people won't trust them by default. You have to, they have to be genuine. And there are two main ways you could solve this. First, the first one is uh, having social reviews. So importing them from third-party platforms, like a Google review is gonna be way more trustworthy than, it, um, than just having text on your website or one on Trustpilot, just because it's way harder to bulk fake those. But mm. um, ideally, you would use video reviews, because if you could replace those texts with smiling faces of um, of happy people talking positively about your product, that's just 
I immediately trust you. And you could you could argue that you could still fake that, but any alternative is worse. So this is the best we get. Um, and if you actually try to, once you know, I mean, it should be clear by now that this is what you need for your business. But if you try to do it without proper software, it's incredibly hard to, to achieve. Um, so that's the problem we're solving. And it's an important one, definitely. And yeah. I can see how effective social juice can be. But uh, can you share any specific success stories of companies that have used social juice to improve their conversion rates? Have you got any of probably I just need to go to your website and see the video testimonials. But are there any that stand out for you? Well, actually, um, there are a lot, but the easiest one to, to explain and to show is actually by using a row, using a demo call, if we're using a demo call. Uh, mostly, I start those with showing a video testimonial people left for us. Um, like, and then you have a client that says, I use this for my business. If you're hesitating about getting this, please do it. It transformed my business. And people are saying that about this product that they are just in a demo call for. So not only are they talking very positively about social juice of its own, it also demonstrates the power of it. So then it's very easy for me to explain, this is what you're buying. This is the product, this for your business. <laughs> and then it's, then, I mean, and I, you can just, you, you can just go there. Um, there are a couple of them on there, like people who help uh, dentistries with get, gathering more reviews. And um, that's very important in the US. There are uh, uh, people from the music business, there are coaches, yeah, every every type of business where there is some kind of trust involved, where you have to have have a yeah, like you 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 uh, doing business is, is all about trust. It's all about relations, and yeah, this is this is this really makes an impact. It's incredible. And why do you think authenticity is so important when it comes to that customer feedback? Because we talk about social proof a lot, but yeah, it can be faked, as you said earlier. Yeah, I think the easiest way to explain this, if you, if you see one of those commercials that are like meant to look like a testimonial, like they're, mm -hmm. they're uh, recording someone in the streets talking about the talking about a product, you it, you it doesn't matter what they say, you don't trust it. You know, you don't mm -hmm. know if it's scripted. Even if it wasn't, there was an editor in between that could cut out whatever they wanted. Like, if this is the best way to to compare it, I would say, like, uh, if you have a video uh, that's that's like that, and you compare it to someone who just recorded it from the comfort of their home, telling about mm. the product, you know, this is real, you know, it is. And mm. that's why I trust it. And if they're just being like, oh, we worked together for this amount of time, and it was a lovely experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just one of the best ways to gain trust uh, with what's called traffic. Yeah, and honesty is the best policy, indeed. So what would sure. what advice would you give, Sonda, to businesses looking to implement a social proof strategy? Uh, it, it depends on where they're starting. If they're starting from scratch, I would say the number one thing is uh, doing Google reviews it's a if it's a local business, um, because that's the first place people probably will look as a third party, like if you're talking about restaurants or, or dentistries or like like local businesses where, where this is really important, then that would be number one. Um, if your website is really impor important because you're uh, taking reservations or bookings or you're selling something online or uh, anything like that, then you need them there as well. And then, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say use social juice, but you okay. you, you would want to, to show video reviews on there or, yeah. or the Google reviews you already have on Google. And there are multiple ways of doing it, but yeah. Mm. 
that would be that would be my advice. Yeah, and also there are some other third-party uh, review websites depending on the sector. Like I just said, for local businesses, that's very important. You have mm-hmm. G two, for example, for software, and then you have Trustpilot for any other kind of business. The thing with those platforms, though, is that those are really uh, used a lot by people who just had a negative experience. Like if you go mm-hmm. to if you if you go to a, a restaurant and it was above average but mm. you weren't blown away, the chance of you leaving a review is pretty low. But if you got a real bad experience, then then you're, you're, you want to say that online. So uh, so I would say in general, the, the reviews you see on there are more negatively than what you could expect from a business. It's not really fair. But yeah, I mean, that would be like, just just show what your actual customers are already saying about you. That's it's very important because there is, is a lot of people who are actually talking positively about you and showing that to your potential customers. That's whatever it is. Uh, yeah, it's that works. It's very hard sometimes when you have, say, 100 positive reviews, but then that one negative review may stop you getting a sale as a business. So I can imagine that it is if you're using a public platform, you have to expect a certain level of risk that there could be someone having an off day as well. It might not be the product. It might just be their particular experience. It could be some unfortunate incident, caught the wrong person at the wrong time, and then they decide to take revenge, shall we say. <laughs> sure, but there is actually nothing nothing wrong with that. Like if you have 100 yeah. positive and one negative, you mm. still get an get an, uh, an expectations of what you could expect from the business. If it would mm. be all five-star reviews, that's already suspicious again. You get what I mean? So it has to be yeah. real. It's all about it's all about authenticity. If you can mm. see that 99% of people are happy, but sometimes they mess up, like like what happens, you could still know that they care enough and that most of the time it went, it went well and they probably tried very hard to make that one right. So yeah, you don't have to you don't have to worry about that. I'd say it's it's all about authenticity that you're not hiding anything. That's brilliant. And then, what are some of the other challenges businesses might face when it comes to building trust and credibility through that customer feedback and social proof? The main thing is actually getting getting them to do it because it's yeah, people are busy. So there are a couple of tips I have for this. The main one would be timing. Like mm. uh, if you like shortly after you delivered on your on your service, like if it was a right after a success story, you ask then people will will not say no. Uh, so it has to be they still have to feel happy because they used your product or service, or they work together with you, and they have to still or they have to still remember how it was before, or maybe if they send you an uh, an email with a question and you got a successful support um, support interaction. And you mm-hmm. ask them for for a review or a testimonial. People won't won't say no to that um, because yeah. they're they're happy with you. They're happy with how they're treated. So if you do it on ways like that and on time timings like that, that's that's a very good uh, way of, of going about it. If you just uh, asking randomly to people who bought something from you or who worked together with you like months ago, they they probably won't bother. Yeah. So t- timing is very important here. Yeah. So the yeah, is that an answer to your question? Like, yeah, yeah, it's it, perfect. Yeah. yeah, okay. You don't want to you don't want to bomb them with the ask straight after when they haven't even had time to process. Well, was the service any good? Maybe they they they, they don't realize. Maybe a few weeks down the line, they've thought about it and thought actually it could have been better. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, sure. Uh, but that would still be honest feedback, right? Uh, but I, the, I guess the thing I was saying is that if you would ask week down, down the weeks down the line, mm. the chances of them still responding to the same question is way lower than mm. if they're if it's just fresh on their mind and they are still happy about about uh, the interaction with the product or the service or yeah. with you as a company. Yeah, I think it's finding that sweet spot between doing it too soon and doing it too late. Yeah, it, it kind of depends on on what the on what the product or service is, but it should be um, close enough so you still remember how it was before, and still uh, close enough so you are still happy with when how it went or how oh, yeah. it was. Thanks. And then in terms of uh, social juice itself, what are mm -hmm. your long term goals for the platform? And how do you see the software evolving in the coming years? Oh, we have so many long-term long-term plans and, and features planned for the future. It's very exciting. Um, we actually have a, have a public feature request page where people can just um, leave, leave feedback or, or ask for uh, features. And other users can then uh, make comments or upvote it. So we, mm -hmm. have a, we basically have a feature request list ordered by demand. And then we also look into uh, what people are actually, yeah, asking us directly. So uh, we're very excited about the upcoming features. And the long-term plan is like uh, we want to be one of the big players. When you when you uh, say, if you want to know how you could trust the business, you could just go to Social Juice and you immediately associate them with with video reviews about a business. And then you could, you know, that's where I go for genuine, for the most genuine uh, opinion about about a uh, yeah product or service. Like actually, recently I came across a, gi a giant ad for an electric bicycle in the streets, and it had a it had a trust pilot review, mm. and I thought one day, that would be <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> the video, I mean, the Netflix of trust pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I I I actually I don't really like those analogies to be like uh, a big Silicon Valley company of. Yours. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean it's it's a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're right actually um, about it. Yeah, it's a good analogy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. It's if you're doing something different, you don't want to be compared with those giants, current giants, and because you're you're going your own path, as it were, but. Yeah, sometimes it's good to be associated with those people as well because you know you're on the right trajectory, hopefully. Right. I, I think it's easy to to explain a product. If you're saying mm. we're the, the Uber of, of food delivery, you immediately know what the business is without having to really explain it, right? So it, yeah. it could be it could help people understand what you're doing. Yeah. Mm. But then analogies can be, um, shall we say, exaggerated as well and that again comes back to the point about authenticity because right true and and the concept is really straightforward you know it's a real review with real people mm -hmm. and yeah um, yeah so um, actually something's popped into my head in terms of generative ai cuz we we mentioned chat gpt but then You've also got AI tools that can almost mimic people and avatars. Have you thought about that, how that might potentially generate loads of video reviews? So. Well, 
like I said, you could fake uh, you could fake video reviews. At this point, mm. it's not at a point yet um, where they mm. are as uh, yeah, where you could convince yeah convince people that, that these are real reviews. I would say it is going to come to that point for sure. But like I said, this is the best we got. Yeah. Um, any alternative to actual real video reviews is worse. is is easier to fake. Mm-hmm. Like it's way easier to fake a thousand Google reviews with generative AI than it is to fake one video review. And uh, yeah, so it is it is gonna be it is gonna be a thing. But yeah, every alternative is worse. So I think you want to be ready to ha- already have video reviews once no one trusts text anymore. <laughs> True, and actually, a uh, silly question because right now I I have tested a few. Uh, video generation tools and if i'm honest i've got nausea you see how different they are it's like almost like lifeless people occasionally you see a hand movement but it's very robotic and repetitive and the mouse are almost like they could be animated so i think it could get could get to a point where it all is more convincing in the future but it's always going to be difficult if you have emotion Uh, there's going to be things you can't really mimic easily well, yeah, it, it probably will at some point. If you look at the rate of progress, it's going yeah. to be here sooner than we expect because this this growth is like going exponentially. Uh, so at some point, it will it will be uh, it will be uh, yeah a risk. But yeah, I mean, if you, I'm not sure if it's worth the risk as a company uh, yeah. because videos created by AI are also um, rather. You could also spot them with AI if they're made with AI, because AI is like basically pattern recognition, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's pattern prediction. So other AI could could see that. And once you're being caught with using a fake video review and and to and with the main purpose of deceiving potential consumers, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if if that is worth the risk. Uh, it's probably mm-hmm. way more worth it um, to try to convince an actual customer of yours to be happy enough to be to leave you a video review. Thank you. That's so if you think about it like that, yeah, yeah, then then we shouldn't be worried. Absolutely, I think as you say, it's you touch upon a super important point is that if you want to game the system, you have to be prepared for the risk of getting caught, and that risk you you know most people don't want to be called out as being fake because then businesses are all about trust, and that authenticity is about that trust. Once the trust is gone, it's going to be extremely hard to rebuild. Exactly. Yeah, your whole reason as a company to use this software is because you think authenticity is important. So to then use it to fake it and taking that risk, I mean, it's probably not worth it. Except for if you're doing a scam or or something, then you could try it. But yeah. I mean, it's yeah, that's yeah, it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to cash out quickly as possible, then yeah, it's <laughs> going to be scale, and then <laughs> then then exit and leave the mess for someone else to figure out. So, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that you you really, if you if you are in it for the long game, then it wouldn't exactly. even be exactly. a question. Yeah. Wow, amazing! And in terms of the future of marketing itself, what other developments do you see happening in this space uh, besides obviously authenticity that's a trend i guess environmental awareness and and we talk about other social aspects so being more socially conscious 
uh, being able to be a positive force in the in the, uh, the societies which you operate as a business. Are there any things that you see personally that resonate with you and that you think could grow in the future? A big topic is personalization, like yeah. uh, uh, making sure that the content you're showing to, c- to customers resonates with them. To give an example of a potential use case, how, how this could be implemented is uh, if you're having the, your, your website in different loca- locations and the people in the pictures are like inhabitants of that country, that immediately resonates more with you. And I've seen that actually uh, on on websites of big enterprises that they do it like that. And it, it's like it's like non, it's like personalized, but it's not too too creepy yeah. or too too tracked. Yeah. So personalization is a big one. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good answer. Um, it's a brilliant answer, honestly, Sander. <laughs> and I can see how that would um, that would also spark a lot of other in my head a lot of other ideas in terms of diversity. So if you're a business mm-hmm. and you want to appeal to as broad a demographic as possible, you need to have representation in your own organization in order to be able to, uh, shall we say, empathize with various different people uh, across all, yeah. All yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think people find that more important than ever, that, that everything is, that everyone is as inclusive as they can be. And uh, I feel like a lot, some companies take it uh, too far that they're like virtue signaling, that they yeah. they, uh, they want to show more that they think it's important than they actually care about it. But that again, you, you really feel that if they overdo yeah. it. So just, it's again about authenticity, like do yeah. as you feel and not as you want to be seen. Yeah, I think people are being very are, are a lot more sophisticated. There's so much information out there, and companies who do apply corporate cynicism to these yeah. social issues are are actually sniffed out a lot quicker. Absolutely, yeah. It's like it's like how can you expect <laughs> me not not seeing what you're trying to do here? I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's so obvious, yeah. And there is a commercial benefit behind it, but that shouldn't be the driver. However, when companies try to project something that they don't have or a value that they don't really uh, believe in, then it's A, it's missing the point, and B, it is sniffed out, and it's just mm-hmm. it's just projecting that you're not being authentic, for want yeah. of a better word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And uh, I think in terms of just just if someone in our listeners, someone of our listeners was, uh, you know, they're, they're just starting out their journey. They may not have a broad enough customer base or a deep enough relationship with their customers to actually ask for those testimonials. What advice could you would you give to them just starting out? trying to implement some sort of social proof strategy yeah it's really it's really not about quantity it's about quality even if Mm. i would have uh, a thousand users i could ask for a review and i have thousand reviews even if i would put them on my website no one is going to read a thousand so if Mm. you're just starting out if you have a real um interaction with a customer and they are and they are happy just ask them just ask i mean i see you're happy could you do us a favor and leave us a leave us a review they, they won't say no to that. And if you have just a couple and you put them on your website or you put them on, on social media, that that's already makes, makes a really big difference. 
So uh, yeah, you don't need a lot. You just need a few good ones. So wonderful. It, it shouldn't feel as scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And thank you, Sandra. That's a wonderful answer. And, you know, in terms of marketing, you've been an incredibly insightful guest. So thank you very much. And I'd just like to wrap up with a few final questions sure. about you as a person. Okay. So um, what do you like to do in your spare time? Ooh, uh, I like to explore the best coffee bars in new cities. That's like really <laughs> like making a list of them. <laughs> I'm really into that. Um, and then um, like uh, asking the bigger questions in life, like really yeah. exploring. Like now with with the rise of ChatGPT, um, mm. I'm really into the to the uh, yeah looking into what consciousness means and and what determinism means. I'm <laughs> really intrigued by that sort of topics, and it, it, this got me really excited. And I love love to talk with friends about this type of stuff. And yeah, that's that. I, I would say that this is a, um, a one of them. Brilliant. Do you mind me asking a follow up question? Because I used to work sure. for a coffee company. So I know I know how coffee is made. I love coffee. I love the history of coffee. And I yeah. understand how it sparked the Renaissance period where mm -hmm. people sitting in coffee shops discussing great ideas, all stimulated on caffeine, if I might say. <laughs> and what sure. what for you defines a great coffee shop experience? The most important thing is the coffee quality itself. It has to be a light roast, preferably mm. a little bit sour. Um, mm. But I feel like most good coffee shops nail this down. And then, yeah, it's about it's about ambience. It's about mm. how they treat you, how what type of what type of cups they use, what music they're playing. It's it's the whole vibe. It's one package. Mm. Yeah. It's more than just than just getting a nice cup of coffee. I would say. Yeah, the environment is something again you can't really fake, can you? <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> and uh, in terms of your reading habits, do you have three mm. books you'd recommend to our listeners, and with an explanation why you think they're important? Sure, uh, I do have to start with being honest and saying that I don't read that often. I really mm. love, uh, I really love books. I buy books a lot, um, but I. I don't enjoy reading that that much, and I really dislike that this is the case. So I have a, a subscription to uh, audiobook services mm. and also to Blinkist mm. in order to f to fill that gap. Yeah, I would have to start with uh, with Hooked. It's a book about mm. uh, it's a book about building a product that people get back to that they return to. Uh, mm. It's incredibly insightful. The second one is uh, I would say Zero to One by Peter Thiel. It's a classic. Mm. But it's yeah. really good. It's really good. I think I got that. I saw that in a recommendation from from Mark Zuckerberg, and mm. I was like uh, a little bit skeptical. But I, I read the, the back of the book, and I and I just I just bought it because I got so mm. so enthusiastic about it. And uh, the third one, actually, there is a book uh, about the the this. Uh, it's, I think it's called the Six Principles of Persuasion. Uh, and it's about human behavior. Why why do humans do what they do? About how do they make decisions? And mm. social proof is one of them. I got I got I knew that first before I read the book, but it's incredibly mm. insightful. And they they give like an example of of someone um, going to a store to buy a vacuum cleaner, 
And uh, if, if, if someone returns a vacuum cleaner and, and says, this is not a, not a good product, uh, I would never buy this again, even though you don't know that person and you have never seen that vacuum cleaner working, chances of you buying it just went way down. And this is just, this is, this is social proof again. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of, there are more principles like that. Uh, and yeah, it, 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 it tries to explain how humans make decisions subconsciously and it's incredibly insightful so i think it's the six principles of persuasion or it's seven i don't remember i think it's six i'm gonna really look for one. both of them <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> and all three have just gone on my reading list so thank you very much sander sure and sure. Uh, in terms of um, your work do you have any exciting projects that you're currently working on right now you would like to share with our listeners yeah, I think the most exciting one at the moment is the is the integration as the social juice AI uh, is a, uh, yeah uh, feature. Mm. It's not just jumping on the bandwagon of AI; it has real value because uh, we've we've seen that uh, if people don't are not comfortable with leaving a video review and they choose to to leave a text review, they those reviews tend to be uh, not very insightful, not full of feelings, and they they're poor quality basically. Uh, because mm. yeah, so and this 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 isn't always the case. But with social juice AI, what we try to do instead of just sending them a plain form to leave a review, it's more of a conversation. So you, as a user of social juice, you would enter. This is our product. This is what we're called. Uh, this is uh, yeah. And uh, and again, you you could give it the starting prompt if you want to. Uh, I mm. I put a I would give an example of a barbecue, like the, the conversation. It's it's just ask a couple of questions like three. Uh, based on how much response you give back. And it would say, for example, how did you use it? And if you said, oh, I, I used it um, to cook smoked salmon, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, how did the people you cooked it for feel? Something like that. And it would like come up with this really insightful questions. And it's a, it's a, it's a, they're, they're, then it makes up a new review using your words, nothing, no additional information is added, which is very important because it has to be real. Uh, and then it asks the end user, is this an accurate res- representation of, of how you feel about the product? Is this, is this exactly how, how, you, is how you feel? And if they, the, if they agree, then, on, then and only then you can submit it as a review. Uh, but this makes so that the customer does not have to think about what to mm-hmm. say. And it makes the, the reviews way more qualitative and it brings down the friction. So it's an incredible, an incredible uh, integration with with a with, with a GPT software, and it's a really good, cool use case. And uh, yeah, we did, did did some trial runs already. It already works, uh, and people are very excited about this. So, yeah, this is going to be exciting. There is a wow. waiting list on our website. You just got another <laughs> another guy in the queue. So that is exciting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow, wow, that is amazing and very interesting because. Yeah, when people when people try to leave reviews, a lot of the stress is what do I say, mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. do I articulate it in a way that gets what what is inside me out properly? Um, because yeah, that can take yeah. too much time. And yeah, again, yeah, this is sure. it. And yeah, it results in in a, in, a, in a short, low quality review sometimes, and, yeah. and this solves that. So that's that's very exciting. And uh, maybe another one, another very big one, is one of our most requested features is the as a way to automatically import reviews from Google. So it, it checks every day if new ones are there. And um, if there are, they import them automatically every day. And then, then they show up on your website and the widget on your website also. 
uh, automatic. So we're work working on that as well. Yeah, so we're listening to our users. This is one of the most requested features. Oh, God. I can imagine people having to manually copy, paste, copy, paste individual reviews. Because, yeah, it's like when you go across platforms, they have different elements. I know how websites kind a little bit about how websites kind of work. And you have to copy and paste across HTML codes and, and bits and pieces. It's not something that's seamless. So if you can yeah. do that, I can imagine... People who've built up a reputation on Google, they'd like to also see it on so on all their platforms. Yeah, exactly. And it's also about automation, right? You don't want to check mm. in every day and, and have to have to do it. So yeah, this is very exciting. Brilliant. And then thank you uh, for that. Um, final question, I promise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, where can our listeners find and connect with you online? Ooh, uh, I would say uh, I'm mostly active on LinkedIn. You could you could follow me on there directly. There is also a, a social juice page, of course, where we where we uh, where we post feature updates, things we we see in the industry. Yeah, and we, we try to make it a conversation. Um, so if we really like to hear your feedback, and we're also on Twitter, uh, of course, as a uh, as every as everyone who's building a product online is. So that that those would be the the main uh, the main places Twitter Twitter and LinkedIn both me personally I, this is all I I'll talk about online and and the social juice uh, pages themselves. Brilliant, thank you so much, Sandra. What I'll do then is I will leave the links in the podcast show notes, and I'm sure you'll whoever's listening, I'm sure you'll get a lot of value from following Sandra. And if you can get a chance. I would highly recommend using social juice in your business. Sandra, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you very much. This has been Business Breaks. You've been listening to Sandra from Social Juice. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was nice. This podcast shares experiences and insights gained from business, IT, and digital finance. Hosted by two leaders who have made the leap themselves, this show is dedicated to helping listeners think differently about their career aspirations.